Hi there, and welcome to Drunk Disney Presents The Dark Ride, a Disney Parks podcast hiding in a drinking game. Here we will talk about and rate all of your favorite and not-so-favorite rides and attractions, and maybe catch up with some interesting facts along with our buzz. My name is Ryan, and I'm here with my co-host Adrian. We are two die-hard fans of the House of Mouse, and we started this show because we know it's not just the losers and weirdos who like this stuff. So we're here to normalize all you, all of you adulting Disney files and have a few adult beverages while we're at it. And now that that's out of the way, let's find out what ride we're going to talk about today. Yeah, buckle up, Rugrats. Okay, what's curved like an Eiffel erection and smells like grass? That's right. In true Disney fashion, we're going to see everything culturally valuable about an area in 10-second clips while we go soaring around the world. But first, let's get some drinks and some back. Yeah. All right, Adrian, what's up? I love that soundtrack. Thank you it for playing so that. Good. It is so good. Well, hello and welcome to Drinking Over California. Uh, I mean, around the world. <laughs> I will. Over the world. I'm going to do my, my best uh, Patrick Warburton. Uh, my name is Ryan and I'll be your chief bartender today. <laughs> we will begin drinking in a few minutes, but first I'd like to appoint you with some of your our important beverage features. Ooh, it's pretty good. You just sound just a bet, little I bit more that. pretentious. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, putty, right? Yeah, he is arrogant, but great. I love him. Yeah, I like him too. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to talk about this ride. This is this is a top ride for me. It's a good one. It it's... is a real good one. And I feel like it's divisive. I feel like people either, I, I know people that hate this ride. What? Yeah. You still talk to them? No, there are people that I no longer subscribe to their YouTube channels. <laughs> it is it is a great way to like find out the worth of people, I guess, you know, to find out which you know, what rides that you love that they that they don't can't stomach or whatever. It's a good barometer for friendship. Yeah. Totally, totally. Um, so uh let's uh let's find out what we're gonna be drinking today, right? Yeah, I'm thirsty because we're flying and you can't fly without a beverage. Yeah, beverage service coming through. Uh, today we're going to be drinking um, what's called a hang glider. It's a cocktail recipe courtesy of San Pedro Square Market. Uh, and it is a, a cocktail with two ounces of vodka, uh, three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup, three quarters of an ounce of lemon juice, and six raspberries. What you're going to do is you're going to take them raspberries and muddle them berries, uh, add all them ingredients into a shaker with ice, and top it off with sparkling water. Um, that's cool. I only had five raspberries, but I'm still enjoying it. Cheers. Well, it's a, you, you fucked up the drink, Adrian. It's not going to be the same without that, without that sixth berry. Could have used the sixth berry, but still delicious. I like it. So, uh, so what are we, uh, what are we drinking these, these five berries out of today? Oh, I'm drinking out of my boyfriend. I mean, yeah, I wish my boyfriend Kermit the Frogs mug it's just a neon green mug but it has kermit's just distinctive eye shape and it's so fun and delightful and every time i look at it i smile because you you wish that you were drinking out of your boyfriend's skull is what you're saying to me 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I totally buy it. Yeah, skinny um, legs and all. This uh, this mug of yours looks suspiciously like the new uh, Kermit the real tree frog that was found in Costa Rica that you showed me. Breaking news: There is Breaking a real news. Kermit the frog out there, and he's living in Costa Rica. Miss Piggy is nowhere to be found. He's a bachelor now. And you know what? He's isolating. He's isolating. That's what it is. Nobody's a bachelor anymore. Someone is just being responsible and isolating. So we wish Mickey like, well. I, I mean, feel like I should Kermit be isolating well. in Costa Rica as well. I feel like that's the, that's the smart move. I think it's safe down there because the, the jungle doesn't have the coronavirus. Yeah, the jungle, jungles aren't known for diseases at all. No, no, <laughs> nothing. No, never. <laughs> what are you drinking out of? Uh, today I'm drinking out of my my Epcot um, rocks glass. So it's like a um, uh, just like a regular cocktail glass that has like the etching of uh, Spaceship Earth, of the geodesic dome with the old school Epcot font uh, logo. And uh, yeah, it's like really kind of sophisticated. I feel yeah, like I mean, you sophisticated. Look, you look like you're on a plane. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I like just, it. I'm just missing, like you know, like the the six extra nips that I I bought beforehand and smoked <laughs> right. them up. First class. Yeah, that's uh, that's the the tip of the week, boys and girls. If you uh, if you keep it under 1.5 ounces, they can't stop you. Right, and all you have to say is that it's it's shampoo. Oh, I tell them it's medicinal. Oh yeah, I've got a cold, which is what people love to hear when you're about to go on a plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be coughing a little bit. It's fine. Don't it's worry. It's fine. About it. I'm just gonna make everyone sick. So, uh, so now that we know uh, how we're drinking, uh, let's talk about why we're drinking. <laughs> because um, of life. Sorry. <laughs> Too close to home. <laughs> so this uh, this this ride is called Soren. Is it a ride or is it an attraction? I don't know. It's this is a ride. Yeah. What? Yes, you're in a ride vehicle. You're. It's a ride. Yeah. You move. You move for sure. But like not a lot. Uh, it's a ride. Right. 100%. Okay. So right. this ride is is uh so in, in its current uh in its current state is uh soaring around the world. Um we're doing the one in uh in Epcot, but it's it's also um all over the world. It's in uh in Disneyland's California Adventure, which was the the first um the uh, the first version of it um when it was uh soaring over california and now it's also in uh tokyo disney sea and shanghai disney as well is it also soaring is it also soaring around the world they're all soaring around the world they have like minor changes to them especially with the last like the last scene the last stop um and uh they are all called slightly different things okay um but it's the same. It's the same attraction. Got it. Um, this was instituted on Cinco de Mayo, two thousand five, making it at the time of this recording just uh, just a little bit over fifteen years old. Wow! I didn't realize it was that young. Yeah, yeah. It's a baby. He's a it's little a baby. baby. A little baby plane. <laughs> it's a baby theater flight simulator. Yeah. And that's indeed what it is. Uh, this is a flight simulator that lets you feel almost like you're really hang gliding over world's over world famous sites uh, and and places. 
Um, so uh, this is kind of part of our um, our, our land pavilion um, expose. Uh, our last episode we did living with the land, um, which scored uh, gangbusters at I believe 20, 25. 25 points, twenty five out of fifty in our uh, in our drink that game uh, drink that ride game, uh, which will be coming up in just a few moments. Uh, but before we drink that ride, let's uh, find out some of the more interesting and not so interesting facts about this ride and the pavilion. I, I I'm going to put in a request for the interesting facts. You just want the, you just want the boring facts. Okay, I got you. No problem. No problem. <laughs> um, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, or if I, as I mentioned last episode, the land is uh, the largest pavilion um, in the park, and that's uh, at just over six acres. Um, a good portion of this uh, is the three theaters that this ride takes up. Um, they're like these three really big um, uh, um, erector sets. Yeah, erector sets within within um, uh, IMAX movie theaters, essentially. Yeah. Um, the uh, the land pavilion itself is host to um, the the Garden Grill, which is a rotating restaurant a mall food court, um, a theater show that is uh, brand new about uh, planet Earth that took over for um, for a Lion King show that uh, was also about saving the planet. This whole this whole pavilion's real uh, real forceful in its uh, planet Earth, pro-planet Earth stance. Um, a lot of recycling uh, happens here. There's um, what else is in this uh, this pavilion? We've got a couple escalators. That's always a big uh, always a big get. Um, yeah, I, I I want a stairs that I don't have to walk to, to scale. I mean, as uh, as Jim Gaffigan once uh, once said very smartly, uh, you know, I love escalators because if they break down, they just become stairs. I think that was Mitch Hedgeberg joke, but I know I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't just uh, misappropriate it from from Hedberg. I love Hedberg. Yeah. Um, so uh, the land was uh, also, um, and and especially the area that Soren now takes up, the entranceway to it was home to past uh, attraction Food Rocks, which was an epic food based show during the Kraft Food sponsorship era, uh, in which you had uh, you had food animatronics singing you songs as uh, spoofs of their um, their like modern day counterparts. Things like Peter Gabriel and the Peach Boys and uh, and Tone Loke uh, doing a rap song as food rapper. Um, it sounds like it sounds like a Fruit of a Loom commercial. It was kind of like a Fruit of a Loom on crack and it was amazing. I totally recommend uh, checking out on YouTube, like, uh, you know, full show POVs for this attraction. Uh, if you can find them, I'm sure you can find them. It's, it's so amazing. They have like really awesome, catchy songs. And, uh, and you learn a little bit about uh, nutrition in the, in the, at the same time, a little edutainment for you. But you're paying a lot of money to go to Disney to essentially go to the Fruit of a Loom of Chuck E. Cheese. I don't know. I mean, I, you're, like you're also uh, paying a lot of money to go on Disney and like ride on Living with the Land and see how cucumbers are made, and uh, and and you know like watch fish literally shit in front of you. 
You're right. Let's burn this pavilion to the ground. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see some other interesting things about it. So as I mentioned, there's um, there's three uh, three theaters. Each of the three theaters have nine vehicles in them that hold uh, eight. Like, altogether, per theater, it's holding 87 people uh, at any given time. Um, the ride structure is uh, is 80 feet tall. Um, you know, when I read that, it's, I think that's probably like the screen. The screen's probably 80 feet tall. I mean, it still feels pretty darn tall when you're going, like when you get lifted up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think you're, I don't think you're like hanging out 80 feet up. Maybe you are. I don't know. Um, it's, uh, this ride's part of the, the yellow tab club of attractions where we all get to pull on that same dirty yellow strap, which I like. Yeah. I mean, that cannot be okay in a post COVID-19 world, yeah. that strap. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. That is the do. sweatiest strap that ever was. Yeah. That's a nasty strap right there. Yeah. Um, so this is one of those, this, this ride is also on the top 10 list of outrageously high ride capacity. Do you have the number? I don't have the number. For... I know the number. You know the number. I know it. Let me hear that yep. number. 1800 per hour is what it operationally does. It can potentially do 2000 people per That's hour. That's solid. And yeah, it needs to because there is always a line for this sucker. It is a lot of flights. Yeah, it is a lot of flights is going well in and out. It. Um the ride structure contains about 1 million pounds of steel and 37 tons um are the actual ride vehicle get, that gets lifted up into the air during each ride cycle, which is uh, a heavy load to lift. Damn. So to lift this, That's a um, lot of Mickey waffles. Yeah, for real, right? Sorry. So this was like a real. They they had the idea for this ride for years and years, and just couldn't figure out a way to lift the, con- to make the contraption to lift all of these ride vehicles to give you a view over, uh, this IMAX screen, uh, and it it was finally uh, the idea was finally broken uh, by designer Imagineer Mark Sumner. Drink. Drink to Mr. Sumner. Anytime uh, an Imagineer is named uh, during this podcast, we salute them by drinking. And uh, and uh, good old Mr. Sumner uh, went to his closet, dug out his old erector set, and figured out the entire swooping ride structure by making a little model of it. Um, and, uh, you know, during this, uh, during this ride, we get to fly all over the world. And uh, and wonder where in the world is Mark Sumner's Erector set, and uh, can I buy it on eBay? I ask myself that question every yep. day. So during our little trip around the world, um, these are the locations we get to visit. We see the Matterhorn in Switzerland and in Italy. Uh, we see the um, a, a fjord in Greenland. We go to Sydney Harbor in uh, Australia. We go to Neuschwanstein Castle in Bavaria, Germany. And this castle is yeah. actually the castle that Walt cited as uh, the castle that inspired uh, Sleeping Beauty Castle in, uh, in California. Um, after Neuschwanstein, we go to uh, Kilimanjaro National Park in Tanzania, then the Great Wall of China, uh, followed by the Great Pyramids, the Taj Mahal, uh, the fake Mahal. Oh, the fake Mahal. Shots fired. Shots fired at the fake Taj Mahal. Um, after that, we do the uh, the uh, West and East Mitten Buttes. Uh, those are in Monument Valley, Arizona. 
followed by the Lao Islands in Fiji, uh, then to uh, Iguaza Falls in Argentina, to our favorite bendy Eiffel Tower in Paris. Yeah, that's a weird yeah, one. That's a weird one, followed uh, in, in this version by a stop-off at Epcot, where we get to face off with the nightly fireworks display and land safely. That don't exist at Epcot because it's illuminations and it's on the water and now it's some other crap and it's also on the water and even lower. But nonetheless, we arrive safely. But pretty. Very pretty. Yeah. And we arrive safely back home in Florida where we can face off against gators and Florida man. Totally. Um, might I say, these were all interesting facts. Shit. Get it. <laughs> you failed. So, uh, so Adrian, what, you know, this ride's only been around for 15 years or so, so we don't have super nostalgic memories from when we were little babies, but we have, uh, we've, I think we all have uh, found new nostalgia to it. Um, what, are, what are some of your initial like, thoughts and memories? Love this ride. Didn't know that I was in my 20s when it came out um, because it feels like a huge part of my Epcot experience now. Um, it is so smooth and uplifting. The soundtrack is a banger. The pre-show is a banger. Like normally I hate a pre-show. Um, this ride is fire and I just love it. Uh, I'm a big fan. and And I was a bigger fan when it was soaring over california i have to admit i like that version better but soaring over the world is great it's just a little a little faker like you said the bendy eiffel tower the fake taj mahal um there's a couple of things in it that you know aren't as good as the as soaring over california but excellent ride yeah i totally i totally agree the soundtrack is awesome um I love, you know, I, I also wish that similar to Soren over California, that like Patrick Warburton was still the host. Um, I kind of really miss him being the, like our, our flight attendant. <laughs> he is. No, I think they, I thought they got rid of him. I think it's just a regular. It's the same exact pre-show. I, think it's just, I thought it was a regular cast member now. No, he's still there. Oh, well, then they get, then, then that's no longer a complaint. I'm. I'll no, it's not corrected. he's still the guy. I stand corrected. Um I yeah, I I remember like my my family ditched me and they went on a Disney trip without me because I had to work or something. What? Yeah, and uh get the beavers on the phone I, right now. That's insane. I know they so, yeah, I got yeah, they got some explaining to do. Um and yeah. they had the opportunity to uh to ride this and then um i wrote it much later i think actually what happened is i moved to cal when i moved to california they had done the trip in in florida and then they told me uh, about it saying like you you know like you have to go on this thing it's amazing and we we went on it together at uh california adventure for the first time and uh you know i was blown away it was uh so spectacular Nothing like any other ride that I'd ever experienced. Um, it's so yeah. unique. Um, and you really, you know, like you really get to feel like the weightlessness of flying kind of, I guess. Yeah, you get to slip your, you get to slip your sandals off. You get to have people's stinky oh, feet, you know, that. floating over your head. I love that so much. It's that, awesome. Like you have to do it that way. Like if you. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm wearing shoes, I could off. be wearing like, like Doc Martens 
like full combat boots and I'm going to unlace them and put them down on the ground there and ride, and ride with my feet, uh, my feet up in the air. Just like on a regular, if you did that on a regular flight, you'd, you'd, you'd be the most hated person on the flight. But on this flight, shoes yeah. off. Every you're only time. cool if you're going shoeless Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, totally. Um, okay. So, uh, now we've, we've covered some facts and stuff like that. What do you think? You want to, you want to play a game? I want to drink, drink this ride this so bad. Ride. All right. Um, so, uh, drink that ride or drink this ride is a, um, a ranking, uh, a ranking category game show within our podcast. Uh, we have uh, a bunch of categories that we go through and, uh, you're going to rank them out of the category points. Um, so if it's out of five points and you rank it a two, then you're going to be drinking for three sips or three seconds. However you want to do it. You should totally play along with us. Uh, you know, it's, it's way more fun to drink with friends and me and Adrian, we like friends, you know, we're, yeah. we're your friends. We're, 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 we're always willing to have more friends come and drink with us. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The more the, the, more, merrier. the merrier. So, um, so let's talk about our categories. We have uh, five categories. Um, we start with Q, which is out of five points, length of ride, which is out of five points, the thrill level of the ride, that's out of five points. Um, immersion which includes the sights sounds and the ride vehicle that's out of 10 points and then finally we have our fun level which is our uh our sleeper that can really change things up that's out of 25 points i'm so excited okay so the one spot that this ride kind of fucking fails at is the queue (gasps) oh How dare you? I disagree. I don't know how you could. This is like it's you're, you're, you gotta count pre-show with the queue because it's part of it. The pre-show is a banger. I mean, look, Daddy Warburton is the best. Him saying, like, you know, the, the man with wearing the Mickey ears and him saying, and these little beauties about taking them off is such a classic line. And it makes you feel like everybody, everybody does that. That soft giggle on the line, we're going <laughs> because it's funny every time. And the cue itself, I know that there's not like things bumping out at you, but they're supposed to be making you feel like you're in an airport. Yeah, but like, but there's that, just some lights. But that's shitty. Like, I don't want to be in an airport terminal. Airport terminals are awful. Plus, I just got out of one. Well, then yesterday. don't go on Soren. All I know is that, what like, would, when I'm walking would, down there. How would you make it better? When I'm, down, when I'm walking, how would I make it better? Maybe like mid-power walk through that stupid line, put in like a Hudson News. That would be good. Or like maybe like, you know, like uh, one of those like local shops where I can buy local delicacies or like a Twizzler. Make it more like an airport. Make it like a cheesy airport. Like the worst airport. Like the Hudson News is the worst part of the airport. I don't want a, a $20 water. Well, you're missing out because that water is delicious. <laughs> Every time you go to the airport, you're like, I don't know what it is, but I need to have like a $50 snack and a $20 water. Um, and that is fitting to Disney. I I like the queue. I understand what you're saying. It's a lot. It's a trudge. It's, yeah, a, it's long a long walk. walk. It's like it's ride. all straight. It sucks. Uh, there's like these like infrared technology uh, interactive games that like don't really work. They're garbage. Yeah, interactive there's interactive games. games that go up to like a big screen on the side. 
Oh, see, like, I've always fast passed this ride. Oh, so you love the queue, though, huh? Well, I'm just walking along the lights, and I'm hearing the Soren music. It's like it's playing in there, and I see the sign. I love the ceiling, the, the blue ceiling with the wave. I like it. I take a picture of it every time. It it does well on Instagram. All right. Well, I I'm you know maybe we'll maybe we'll differ. I mean, <laughs> lately we've been. Uh, I think yeah, we're gonna differ we've been, here. We've been really similar in our uh, in our voting, so maybe we'll be uh, maybe we'll be different this time. Well, this is a near and dear for me, and um, so I'm giving the cue a four. Wow! I love that pre-show. I normally hate a pre-show. That one four. I love. Well, hmm. I'm gonna go opposite on this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give it a two. All right. Two. I was fighting with I was fighting with. Drink was, just drink drink three. It okay. was a one until you brought up the fact that Patrick Warburton's still here. There's no way that cue is a one. If you, if you give, if you give, you know, that's what I give. Small, small world, world a one. one. No way, Soren to be a one. <laughs> Crazy four. Okay, so uh, the length of ride it's uh, it's four minutes and forty five seconds long. Um, you know, I uh, I think it's it's pretty good. It would be nice if maybe they spent a little bit longer in each location, I guess, or. Yeah, I think I could use a little bit more yeah, of this just, ride. Just slightly, though. I mean, it's. I think it's pretty good. I think it's... I spent this... I spend a good bit of this ride thinking about how it's going to be over very quickly and having anxiety oh, about that. that. So, that... I, I think they... I, this is where the category where I think it fails. I think it could be two more minutes added on this ride. Two more? Wow, okay. Um... So I'm gonna give it a two okay. on length of ride. I'm gonna come in at three. I think it's right in the middle ground. Like, I'm I'm satisfied with it, but it could be longer. All right, cheers. I'll drink three. Yeah. You drink two. Ah, hang glider. Ooh, baby. Ah, hang glider. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Tasty. <laughs> one more raspberry would have done. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't ever forget that one last berry. Uh, thrill <laughs> level. Um, this is out of five points. Um, you know, I, I got a, a cool little thing here. So to enhance the illusion of flight, they do subtle vertical movements of the seats and they're synchronized with the film as well. The sensation of horizontal motion is created using a combination of the uh, vertical movement and the movement of the turning on the screen itself. So like they make you like, they'll tilt you like two degrees, but then the screen will tilt four degrees and then you feel like you're turning six degrees. So it's like you know, right. a little ingenuity That's going on cool. with it. Um, and they do things with the, with the, with the, the show where you're supposed to feel like you're swooping down and swooping up. And there's points where you go like down a, the side of a, like, um, yeah. Mountain and stuff, a, right? um, yeah. And they, they do well. that yeah. well. Um, and, and it adds to the, you know, to the thrill level, even though you're not really moving all that much, you feel like you're moving quite a bit. Um, that, and, and also yeah. like the, uh, the wind. The, yeah, the wind. The winds. Um, yeah. So with the, like, while we're here talking about this, where's, what's your favorite place to sit? Oh, well, this is a very, you have to do yes. this correctly. I will, I will first of all, you have to and talk to the cast member and be like, can I please? Sure. <laughs> 
and they know the people that know yes. the right thing to do, which is to get in the B. Yep. You have to go in B. That's the center one. And you have to get on the first the first the walking row. Be tall. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Totally agreed. Um, that. And they and then right yeah. away they're like, sure, go ahead. Because they know. Yeah. Anything know. anything in B is is good. But the tallest one is the best yeah. the best uh, experience. But at least if you're in mm-hmm. B, you're not going to get like the weird tricks of the camera that plague this ride. You really can see the end, the side of the screen on A or C, which takes you out of a little bit. Yeah, the the highest one on B, you don't see the feet, so it really it really immerses you if you get totally, if totally. you get on that one. So thrill level, I'm, I'm gonna right give it a with three you. on thrill. All right, okay. drink two. All right, next category is immersion. This is out of ten points. As I said before, it's including sights, sounds, the ride vehicle, man, oh man. Uh, so the song that we love so much is done by uh, a guy named Jerry Goldsmith. He wrote the original soundtrack, and it's... He right? deserves yeah, a set. Yeah. He's I'm, an I'm honorary Imagineer today. Um, <clears throat> and then, so like immersion... Smell smellizers is that what they're called? What are they called? Smell, yeah, smellizers. You're on the right track, smellizers or something. Smellers, smells incredible, incredible smells. Incredible. What's your favorite smell on what's your favorite smell on this ride? So, um, in the various scenes, uh, there's you know, little streams of like of smell that is blown at your face. Um, the scents uh, are rose blossoms in the Taj Mahal scene, uh, grass in the Africa scene, and sea breeze in uh, the South Pacific scene, which kind of smells like uh, I don't know, like suntan lotion. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I personally, when it was Soren over California, the orange oh, blossom the smell was the, was the best. But now the smell. grass in Africa. Now it's the dirt, and I thought I didn't know they were trying to do grass. It, to me, it was like as the elephant yeah. stomps the dirt, and like that smell is such a cool smell. The dirt smell is like a perfect encapsulation of the smell of like that type of like totally. a dry dirt. Yeah, I, uh, totally, it's it's awesome. Um, it's yeah, it smells perfect. Uh, I even like the cheesier smells, like that sea breeze. Uh, it's great. Um, total total immersion, especially if you ride it right and you're in the top uh, the top middle. Uh, I'm going. I'm going yeah. nine points out of ten. I am also going nine points out of ten. So these are the end of our technical rounds. Ryan, you are at. 14. You're at 17 out of a possible 25 points. I am at 18 out of a possible 25 points. And now we come points. to the dark horse, the fun level. 25 points. It's it can make a ride, it can break a ride. I have a feeling it's going to make it's going to help to make this ride. Um you know, this thing is just it's just top-notch fun. It's like it's it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's 
I, I don't even know if I'm probably going to say that. I'll go yeah, first please. if you'd like me to. Whether, uh, I'm giving this ride a 23 at okay. a possible 25. I'm right behind you. I'm at 22. Which okay. is uh, good for our audience because they won't get a big, uh, a, a big no, uh, no noise spell while we both drink. It's only, uh, it's yeah, only two we don't points have to... for you, or two sips for you, and three for me. All right, so you um, gave this ride a thirty-nine out of a possible fifty. I gave it a forty-one. That gives us a combined total Great. of 40 points. I think that that's where it should be. It's a 40-pointer. It, it definitely deserved to it, break. Yeah, I'm 40s. surprised it didn't go a little bit higher into the 40s. I think, you know, that Q, obviously, for me, uh, doesn't do it. Um, the, the length of ride, for me, yeah. uh, screwed But that's what's great bit. about these categories is that, you know, a, a ride that you really do love uh, – can can fail in other weird ways and it's fine yeah for sure yeah it's the great cool equalizer. so this is this is falling in uh like the higher higher middle of the pack i think for yeah it's beating out it's beating out some a lot of them and it's a yep. little bit behind a couple of them we're still the lowest one is the railroad at 19 and the highest one is tower yeah that's not gonna be tough to beat for sure Uh, is uh, it a must-do yeah, for you? Yeah, obviously. It's definitely a must-do. It's probably a must-do multiple times. And if you take your shoes off during the ride and leave them along with your soul on the ground, then uh, you are my friend and you are probably a winner. Right? That's why we're friends, Rye. <laughs> so how long would you wait? How long you got? For, for <laughs> like... Uh, I've seen it... I've seen the ride at 60 minutes and I've been like, um, you know, if I, it's, I'm going to get on the raw. I'm going to, I'm always fast passing this ride. That's what I said. I always get a fast pass for it. Um, the longest I'll like just wait is probably like 45 minutes. Maybe like that's 45 to 60 is the, so, uh, is the range. I recently went to Disneyland and rode their version and, uh, I waited an hour and 15. So, so I get, I mean, okay. and that that's kind of because they were having some breakdown issues and stuff. But I didn't think that it was going to be that when I got into line, but um, but I waited. So yeah, hour and fifteen, I guess. All right. So all right. so with I all that said, how drunk are you on a scale of Cusco to Crunk? <laughs> um, this is a great ride. So I'm I'm barely drunk. I think that I am Iago. Jafar's bird. Like I'm small, but I'm still kind of an asshole. <laughs> All right, I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm Baloo from the Jungle Book because I barely have the necessities. <laughs> all right. Great. Cool. Well, thank you all so much for listening. Great the Dark ride. ride is presented by Drunk Distry and is available every Wednesday on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can always pay us by simply liking and subscribing. Maybe giving us a five-star rating and a quick review. Those really help us out. Or you can just tell a fellow Disney Parks-loving friend to listen. Feel free to hit us up at drunkdistory at gmail.com for comments and any other thing that you'd like to tell us. Also, please follow us on Instagram for lots of great Disney Parks content, at drunkdistory. Thanks for joining us, and remember, always keep your kingdom cool. Uh -huh.